Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I am your host, Christopher. Yeah, I'm finally back <laughs> with an episode. Hopefully, Anchor doesn't fucking delete this one like they did with my last two, because that really sucked. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> since I'm finally back, me and Marcus from Barleycast. What up? He's back with me. Um, we're going to be taking a look at the final installment in the Devil's Rejects trilogy, because that's easier to say than House of a Thousand Corpses. Anyways, we'll be taking a look at the final installment in that, the Three from Hell. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, me and Marcus are a huge fan of Rob Zombie. We love his music. We like some of his movies. <laughs> What? Yeah. No, I don't. Mm. I'm just a huge fan of Three from Hell. Fuck off. This is fucking kick-ass, brother. This is going to be a rough one. So buckle up, because this is going to be a bumpy fucking ride. Mm. Three and, from Hell. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the review. From Hell was directed by Rob Zombie. It came out well, like this last October to like a limited viewing, right? Mm-hmm. And then like two weeks later was a physical copy, and it's on Amazon. So it kind of turned over really quickly. So you want to talk about the plot of this one? And go by uh, play by play. Did you? Did you? I feel like you kind of skipped over. The movie came out in theaters on the same day it came out on digital and Blu-ray. Did it? I thought it came out like a week before, then or like a two weeks before. And then oh, I guess out. the thing I'm thinking about is usually digital comes out before yeah. DVD release, but they all came out like at the same time. Oh, okay. So you're talking about like the... Yeah, because I, I thought they had like a limited screening of it in like certain places, and then it came out like a few weeks later. So basically the plot of the movie is that uh, Otis, Captain Spaulding, and then I always forget Sherry Moon Zombies. What, what's her name in this? Baby. Baby. So apparently, they all survive the huge ass gun, like <laughs> shootout at the end of three at the end of Devil's Rejects. What are you guys thinking? Yeah. Um, how the fuck did they survive that? <laughs> um, here, here. Um, so here's how the movie explains it. They don't answer that. <laughs> they just go, yeah. yeah, they survived it. Or, or mm, it's a uh, satanic miracle, as they also put it in the um, film in the opening. So the movie starts out basically. It's a bunch of like news it's kind of like a they do like a documentary style there for a little bit it's kind of like showing uh the courts well court cases with each of the members individually and then you know news broadcasting about what the horrible things they did and then it kind of shows where some people are almost kind of like a charles manson-esque thing where they're like they're not in the wrong like they're right like free the three is what a big thing that comes out where they're like that those people aren't guilty of anything they did mm-hmm. or just let them free so that happens uh, in this film. Uh, we do happen to lose a original devil uh, reject. Uh, Sid Haig is, of course, Captain Spaulding in the film. They do an interview with him, which is a really kick-ass interview and probably the best scene in the entire movie. Unfortunately, uh, Captain Spaulding in the film dies. 
also due to Sid Haig passing away. Yes. Um, it was his last film, wasn't it? Definitely. Yes. It is. His, last yes. Film. It's the last time seeing Captain, uh, seeing Sid in on film, and he does. He gives an amazing kind of speech about what was like comedy and everything like that in general. Um, basically, like I'm your bozo Jesus. Yeah, and then. Like I said, he passed, and the movie cuts to him passing away. I know that he couldn't really be in the film a lot because of his health issues. Which you did point out something weird because Captain Spaulding in the in the movie dies early in the morning, but Sid Haig died early in real life, like early in the morning in real life, didn't he? Because I think like it shows like Captain Spaulding yeah. died at like four nineteen in the morning, and what Sid Haig died at like he died early, like really early, like four or something, like yeah, yeah like, three or four. Like it was really creepy how like apparently how you said it was like accurate to when. Sid actually died so unfortunately one of the main awesome characters is gone so now we're stuck with Bill Mosley baby and then a new character joins Otis's They've like known the whole time yeah apparently I mean, his name's like what lone like wolfman night wolf or something I don't know something wolf some um, kick ass I don't know but he apparently is Otis's half brother cousin Something like that. I don't. I can't remember how they explain it because it. They kind of just. Uh, cousin. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's something to do with that. But yeah. So he's new. He's added to the group, to of course replace Sid since. Yep. They did a great job picking him. He's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Makes the movie shine. <laughs> basically. So basically, they just escape from prison. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yes, I'm skipping a lot of this movie because it's it's slow. Yeah. It's drags. Are we getting over to the share? To the babies. Let's not even get into that. All right. Come on, she got all those kick-ass yeah, tattoos. Okay. So yes, we see all the devil, the the two devils still in the two devil rejects that's still in prison. Otis and Baby. Otis is pretty much taking on the Manson effect, where he almost kind of weirdly looks like him. I mean, he'll take him in the last one, but a little bit more this time around. Yeah. He gets free because of Wolfman Jack, which is I don't think is his real name, but they get they escape, and of course they're trying to figure out how to get Baby out, which then. We see Baby this time around, and she is tattooed up with cat tattoos. Not even like, you're thinking like, oh, cute cat tattoos. No, like... Badass cat tattoos. Prison cat tattoos. <laughs> yeah. And... <sighs> what about that scene where, like, she looks through that hole and the cat's there, and it's a person dressed up as a cat? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <sighs> I'm going to get into the things I hate. I'm going to get into the things I hate later. I'm going to get to this fucking plot, and then we'll get to that shit. What are you going to do, have the... Uh... I'm going to rip this one a new asshole is what I'm going to do. But anyways, basically, they try to get Baby out of prison, and then it leads Od- uh, Otis and Wolfman into the uh, almost the exact same fucking situation that was in <laughs> Devil's Rejects, where it's like the prison warden, some other guy, and their two wives are held up in a house with Otis and Wolfman, and it's seriously the exact same scene. It's the exact same setup. They're kidnapped, Otis makes them do fucked up stuff, and then kills all of them. Well, forget the clown that pops oh, up. Oh, yeah. So speaking of that, while they're having the warden and his family and pretty much all his friends in the house tied up, there's a fucking clown that shows up. And it's funny because... For no fucking reason. They, it, even, they do explain it the best they can. By saying, who invited the clown? And Otis goes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they know you're, and here's the thing, too. It's not... It's like Rob didn't give him any sense of the direction. He's like, just go with the next yeah. thing. Yeah, so the thing is, it's one, it's not anybody's birthday, because 
So yeah, like I said, they don't talk about anybody's birthday or anything like that. Just some fucking clown shows up. And here's the thing, too. It's like 10, 30, 11 at night. It's not in the morning. No, it's not. It's at night. The clown shows oh, up yeah, at they, fucking night. They do the hostel. They do the hotches thing for like two days. Yeah, so this clown, for some for whatever fucking reason, shows up. They take the clown hostage. Yet again, we're just like, why the fuck is this clown here? Never explained it. Then we get some bullshit with Baby where she's in prison and she's still trying to get out. Blah, 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 blah. They make so you got the fucked up shit with Otis and Wolfman. You got Baby in prison and she's like trying to seduce a guard, which is really weird. While all the fucked up shit's happening with Otis and the clown and Baby and all that, there's another side story with shit going on there. Anyways, it's very jumbled and confusing. Can't recommend recommending. No, I cannot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so th- they get Baby out through some convoluted means. So then their next step is to go to Mexico. Because they'll be free if they go to Mexico. Out of state. Yes, out of the, out of the states. Out of the country. Well, they get down there. They're there. <laughs> They're there for what? Like a day and a half? Two days? Yep. And... They're caught. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, so, actually, I skipped over a major plot point. So, Danny Trejo's character from the fir- uh, from Devil's Rejects appears as a cameo in this film and gets butchered. And doesn't remember Otis at all. Yes. Doesn't remember the guy that, kicked, that they pretty much kicked the shit out of. So, yeah, Danny Trejo's character does it. He's like, I don't know who you are. And Otis is like, you're going to remember me, motherfucker. You're going to really remember me. Anyways... Oh yeah, which we're really jumbling this up. This not is not really because this movie is they just a, literally have the same backstory from the Devil's Rejects because the people who catch them in Mexico are bounty hunters. Yeah, like in Devil's Rejects. So yeah, so basically, since I've kind of brushed that over, it shows how Otis escaped because Wolfman helped them out. Well, while Wolfman is helping Otis escape, um, this is on a live broadcasted television. Because they're like talking about the devil, re- you know, the reject that's there. Because Otis is like huge. Um, Otis escapes. It shows Otis killing all the members, like all the like prison guards and everything, while still on TV while throwing. And then it shows like the Danny Trail's face is up close next to the camera, and he fucking blows his brains out. So cut back all the way forward to them in Mexico. Danny Trail's son, played by I can't remember his name, but if you watch Sons of Anarchy, it's the Mind Leader. He's in this film. It's, or if you watch the Mayans. Yeah, if you watch the Mayans, it's pretty much the president of the Mayans. Um, he's Danny Trejo's son in this, and he you know vows vengeance for his father. Yep. And a whole bunch of luchadors come and kick their ass. Yep. So basically, it's so while they're in Mexico in this village, they get ratted out to whatever. They don't think they even give them a name, do they? No. They just they all wear. They, they, yeah, they, they don't even mention the son's name, so they... And also don't mention why they wear wrestling masks. Yeah. I think they're like the, something of death, the angels of death, but yeah, they're legit. Anyways, so they get ratted out to that kid, that guy. They, so while they're there that night, they, um, <laughs> they have a party, like they did in Devil's Rejects. Yep. When they meet Kev, uh, Ken Forey, and you know they have like the cool like strip club kind of thing going out, and they like have pimps, like yeah, 75. like like yeah. that cool thing. You know they don't except they doesn't have like anything cool because Kevin Forey's not here, and you know you don't got that cool like yeah uh, like yeah camaraderie like when him and Sid are like don't stand around like two stone cold roosters in a fuck farm like any of that cool shit. It's just like whoops drink and get hookers and. 
have weird visual effects like we're in Rob Zombie's t Teenage Rock God music video. I swear to Christ. Watch that video and then watch this party scene. They use the same fucking effects. Seriously. Yeah, different colors. Different a colors. Like, like a lot, it's like looking through one of those broken glass things. That's because... You can twirl and it shows different shapes yeah. of a person. Yeah. Because remember, me and him, me and Marcus were watching this and we got to that scene and I'm like, oh my god, this is taken from a music video. And you didn't believe me. And then I stop, we stopped the movie and watched that music video. <laughs> and you're like, oh my fucking god. But in the music video, Sherry's in it more. Yeah. So, <sighs> anyways. So that happens. You know, they party. Next day they wake up. Of course, the... I think they're called like the luchadors, the angels of death, or something. Yeah. But basically, it's just a bunch of Mexican men in white white suits, except the leader who's in a black suit, and they all have luchador masks on yes. with pentagrams on them. Yes. And basically, a shootout occurs, like in Devil's Rejects, again. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. You're catching the theme here? It's just a bunch of shit recycled from Devil's Rejects. It's all the stuff that you thought was cool in Devil's Rejects. Yes. And Rob Zombie was like, I know what these people want. Yeah, we'll do that again. <laughs> um, so yes, there's a shootout with that. You know, it's okay. Nothing too... Not even that bloody, really, if you think about it. Nothing, like, insane happens. I mean, besides the leader getting set on fire. We'll, we'll get into that. So, the man who's wanted to take vengeance on this on these three, you know these two people well, three people technically yeah. has them and is going to shoot all of them but then he fucking monologues about it yeah. forever and then instead of shooting the man that he's like I want to kill you and prove you know like whatever he lets Otis machete fight one of his henchmen in a sounds familiar. It sounds like the cop, when he was doing the monologue, when he had all three trapped in the house. Oh, yeah, and he had the rail spikes dug into their hands, and you know, horrible pictures. Like, yeah. And he could have killed him there, but he waited. For whatever reason. Until the giant man showed up and killed him. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the same thing. He had, yeah, they're all in the same situation this time. They're all tied up. He's like, I could kill all of them, but instead, let the one man machete fight my henchmen. Yeah. Yeah. And then they escape, unsurprisingly. And then what happens? Kills them. He, yeah, they do a cool... They do a thing where, um, yeah, they burn... They put the leader in a coffin, and they just stare at him. And they're like, what are we doing? He's like, we'll wait until he breaks. Which is kind of cool, but also fucked up. They're like, we're gonna wait till he breaks. And then they just start staring at him, and of course the guy's like, you know, fuck all you and everything like that. And then all of a sudden he starts to like kind of like crying a little bit and they're like alright now let's do it then just fucking light them on fire it's cool but then the movie ends yeah borderline setting up like there's gonna be a fourth which no because this is supposed to be the cap this is supposed to be like your cap off and it's like you didn't cap off Yeah, it's just them in Mexico now you just introdu you introduced a new character yeah you did the exact same thing like you did in Devil's Rejects which so we got through the plot so basically yeah it's just them getting out of prison them going to Mexico then having a gunfight in Mexico bam end so yeah so now it's the end of the shit that we go, went back and forth with so since you we compare this a lot to Devil's Rejects so yes there's a torture scene there's the the, the cost of situation from Devil's Rejects but in Devil's Rejects it was in a hotel room and it was a lot more fucked up yeah the fucking clown of this movie ruins it you're just like why is that there 
and you can't focus on all the weird shit they're doing because there's a fucking clown there that doesn't add anything. It's it's like a sore thumb. You just can't. You cannot notice it. Well, it's just mainly because I think it's like an homage to Sid. But they shoot him though. They gun the clown down. How's it an homage? You know what I mean? Because it's a clown. I guess that's the thing. I mean, if it had the same makeup, it'd been better. And. So let's take it. Let's do good first. Let's do the good and the bad. All right. What did you like about the film? We'll do good, bad, and then what the Wait, similarities. You start, you start with the good, and then I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> That's not good. Uh-huh. I like Otis's character, little Bill Mosley's character, Otis. I mean, he's kind of he's he's borderline like the Devil's Rejects in the House of the Yes, yeah, basically. Can't he, use that. <laughs> he has like a little bit more character development here because even though Baby's a full-grown adult. Yeah. He still feels like a father figure to her. He's, like, worried about her a lot more now. He's like, she hasn't um, acted right since she's been in prison. You know, we need to keep an eye on her. Like, we need to watch her because she's, she's still innocent to it. You know what I mean? So I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I mean, I like I like the Wolfman. I like the idea. Yeah, I liked him. I mean, it's weird that it's supposed to be, like, we've known him all along. When it's like, he's did no shit about him. He's just now got here. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I didn't like that aspect of it. He's okay. I do like the conversations they have back and forth. It's really funny. Oh, about the uh, porn album? Yeah, yeah, like the conversations they have. Like, those two, you can tell they get along. Whereas, like, Sid and... Yeah, know. it's like two buddies or, like, your yeah. two boy cousins who finally get to hang out with each other. Yeah, because, like, with the last one, like, Sid and Bill kind of... Or, Sid and Otis kind of hated each other for a bit. Yeah, and it was they like were friendly. a father-son relationship. But, yeah, this one is just... Yeah, it's two... Basically, it's like the two... It's like when you meet your favorite cousins, so you guys, like, hang out and like always hit it off yeah being there's a funny scene like yeah you're talking about they're sitting in a hotel room which shit again was taken anyways they're sitting in a hotel room and they're talking back and forth and they're like we should start a porn company like eat my fucking sausage or something like that yeah eat my fucking sausage yeah so they're, they're like they have like those kind of funny moments about him and yeah. then like they're in Mexico and they're just like making fun of each other's outfits cause like Otis is wearing like this open cut like vest and he's like what the fuck are you wearing like they do shit like that so yeah. it's kind of funny but other than that, I mean, they don't really, they don't really hit it off. Like they don't really go more into it. I'm, there's not really like, yet again, it kind of goes back to the it's just Devil's Rejects, but with a new character, and it's just and a new filter. Yeah, and like a new filter because they don't, they don't go anywhere. They're like story wise, they just get out of prison and then move. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, technically speaking, that's how Rob's on. But you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing, like, engaging about it. It's just the same shit. Well, the only thing, like, I think me and you were so upset because we really liked Devil's Rejects. It was a yeah. really good horror movie. And then you're, me and you were just like, finally here! Yes! Yeah, and then we watched it and we're just like, ugh. It's like, ugh. I think, um, another good, th- besides, besides the other good thing with, um, Sid Haig, his whole speech that he had... As Captain Spaulding, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm Bozo Jesus to you people, or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought that that was an awesome. That, like I said, that's probably the best part in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only other part I think I like, and it actually involves Sherry Moon Zombie, and it's um, she's having a competition with these two men about knife tossing. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, but whatever, we can kick your ass or what," you know, and you know they're they're trying to hit the like the center of this target and they both throw it 
and they totally like miss and they're both like cussing each other and she comes up there so smooth and so confident just fucking flicks it and lobs it and nails it yeah, like, right, in right the heart. yeah like right dead center and she just has like that cool like confidence about her yeah and I'm like that's cool because I mean granted she's a killer but it's like yeah I know how to do this shit <laughs> like don't fuck with me kind of attitude and I'm like that's cool seeing her like that which now that goes into the negatives on this fucking movie that's the only part of Sherry Moon Zombie I like in this film is baby she's fucking annoying the rest of the time it's too much of her way too much of her we get it zombie we get it Rob your wife's hot and you love her yeah Stop putting her stop. on movies. Just stop. And it's so, like he signed a deal with the devil. <laughs> that was the deal. So the thing with Baby is she, yeah, she had all these kick-ass prison tattoos. Like, not really kick-ass, no. but <laughs> not, not that. But she has all these prison tattoos, and she looks rough as fuck in this film. And the thing is... The portraying her like she's still hot she and sexy. Had, well, the thing is, is like she's the exact same character from the last film. But she's older. just a ditz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she keeps making, like, she, there's a part where they're, like, talking to her and they're talking about giving her, for whatever reason, even though she's killed thousands of people, they're like, we're gonna give you parole. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> parole? <laughs> we're gonna let you come talk. Yeah. So, uh, that part blew my mind anyways. We're like, yeah, so we've got, like, 70 counts of murder on your, you know, towards you, but you think parole on good behavior. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Could you imagine if people did that? Like, you're pretty good. Yeah. So, but she's in there, and she's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm. Like, talking like a little kid, and you're like, that doesn't match what you're, like, the outside portrayal of you. Like, you're looking like some, like, don't rough, fuck, like, rough, rough prison rough. bitch. Like, don't fuck, like, I'll shank the shit out of you. Not, like, ditzy. So it's like a, a, a biker chick. Like yeah. Like, an older biker chick. Who knows the the roads and all that? And then like she talks and you're just like, oh, you don't know shit. Yeah, and yeah, you just got tattoos because you thought they looked cool. Yeah, she looks like yeah, pretty much a badass biker chick. But then she talk like she opens her mouth and it's like this fucking ditz, and you're like, like it's all the stuff people love. Yeah, oh, like baby. the scene where she's like has this confidence about her when like the knife throwing scene. Like I wish that was her through the out the rest of the movie where she has like this confidence about her where she seems grown up. Yeah. Where she's like has like the don't fuck with me attitude. Yeah. Not the I mean, I get it, it's like an outside betrayal because, you know, the portrayal of her, because I know there's times when she's like serious, like there's that like switch that flips in her. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have that switch like always on instead of like, we gotta deal with the fucking kid version of her for like a little bit before we get the adult version of her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Like let's talk so the big thing in like with Devil's Rejects, which I'm going back to that because I feel like it's a fair comparison because this is like a, you know another movie in that trilogy. With Devil's Rejects, the scene where she's at, they're at the hotel, mm-hmm. at the soda, like at the pop machine. I almost said soda machine at the pop machine, yes. at the vending machine. And you know she's acting like a ditz up at this point, but when she's talking to that guy, she has this like uh, very like like a learn. She's in control of that conversation because yes. she knows what's going on. But then she acts like a ditz afterwards. She does... They have that same... Actually, going back to that, they have that same fucking scene in this movie when she's... They're at a hotel, yet again. Yeah. Otis and Wolfman are having the whole conversation about the porn. Yeah. There's this dude who's dressed up as a mariachi member getting a... Getting, getting a pop. Again, same setup. And then Sherry Moon comes up and she's like, want a party? No, Go. this time, technically... Sherry was getting the pop. The 
the guy comes up and Was says, he? do you want to come with us to this Halloween costume party? And Sherry was like, you need to ditch them, come with me. But still, it's the same, you know what I mean? It's the same fucking setup, though. Yeah. Because then she kills him. Again, she lures him off the boat and kills him. Yeah, but with the old man thing, we led into something, like, yeah. bigger. Where this one, it was like, we got nowhere. Yeah, so, yeah, they took that scene again, but yet, you know, she acts like a ditz up into that scene, and then it's just like she's in control of the situation, she's confident again. I would much rather have that for the entire movie. Maybe Rob Zombie's just going backwards. He went from, like, hardcore, like, heavy metal with Devil's Rejects, and then went to basically pop punk with this movie. I, I, I know that's really fair I mean I, that's a good comparison it's just it's like we didn't even get to see how the one dude died at the party. which that's another thing too um, that's another actually that's a huge thing with this there's actually another I mean there's some kills but the one's like super graphic the rest aren't yeah the one with the girl gets her face cut off which we'll talk about that in a minute because that's another comparison from Devil's Rejects to this film but yeah that's that's the only super graphic one I can think of the rest are just like gunshots yeah, pretty much. There's not actually, like, any, like, super fucked up one with, like, a stabbing or anything like that. Uh, I mean, the one where the guy gets set on fire, but other than that... I mean, that's not even graphic, though. He's just, I mean, it's not, like, bloody and disgusting where, you know, Devil's Rejects. Yeah. I mean, that one had some pretty fucked up moments in it. Like, you know, the guy getting his face cut off and then having his girlfriend wear it. Or the scene where... Like, he, like, tries to get the girl to, like, give him a blowjob in front of his family. Yeah. Like, that, like, super fucked up scene, this movie doesn't have any of those. I mean, not saying I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like craving I them. want this! Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, it's, it, this is, like, a watered-down Devil's Rejects. Pretty much, yeah. To a lot, like, a lot of it. I mean, look at all of his music videos. They're a watered-down version of all his old other music videos. So, so okay, you, you, what do you like and what do you dislike? Since, I mean, I... What, I've, like? Since I pretty much got my likes that I liked Otis, I liked his... The Wolfman, how they kind of talked. I liked um, his character development. Kind of was like more of a father figure. But that's about it. And then my disappointments are with Sherry, and then just how this much um, this feels like a watered down version of Devils. So what do you like and what you don't like? Uh, like, I like the Wolfman. Yeah, sorry, I just rewatched the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, I like the Wolfman. Um, I like Sid's final moment. Yeah, oh yeah, Sid's final moment too. I like. And, um, with Sherry, I can't really say I liked anything. Like, I can't even say, like, I liked the knife scene. Really? It's just too much of her in all of these movies. Because when you learn the fact that Rob Zombie wants to do a hockey movie, it makes you think, like, oh, that's gonna be cool. Oh, wait, Sherry's probably gonna have, like, some pinnacle role in this. Mm. So I'm just tired of her in any of these movies, because it's like, I understand, like, the baby aspect. I was looking forward to it. I was like, alright, you know, your purpose, you know, your baby. Like, that was your very first ever character. This is how Rob discovered you. And and it's like, okay, there's way too much of her. Yeah. And the attitude's like, isn't she sexy? And it's like... Yeah, because there was like, like, weird creepo, like, ass shots of her and everything like that where, like, we get it, Rob. Stop. Just, yeah. Just stop. Like, Something. I think, like, the first shot of her, too, is, like, a boob shot, just so it can show off, like, the cat tattoo, like, on her chest, and you're like, oh, okay. Yep. Stop it, Rob. But, that was my positive. Was like, I like the Wolfman, like, Sid's final scene. 
I mean, I thought the scene where, like, they put Baby in that one thing to get her killed, and she walks out, like, holding the knife, and the guard's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, the, um, there's a scene where uh, the guard that she's trying to seduce gets pissed at her and tries to get a bunch of other inmates to kick the shit out of her, kick the shit out of Baby, so yeah. they put her, they lock her in, like, a little kind of basement area, and she ends up killing both of the inmates, and then, yeah. So that That's was what you're talking about, yeah. semi kind of like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't, like I said, I didn't really care for the fact, like, we had to have her in this, like, a lot of the scenery where she's chewing it out. Yeah. I didn't like that, like, if you think about it, Bill didn't really get a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did, but at the same time, it seemed like Baby was more the main character this time around. Like, yeah, it focused on her it, a lot more. Then just make a movie for her. Yeah. Rob, if you're listening... Sure, probably not. But he probably is. Oh, if he hears the word that if he hears that's a fan goes, I'd love to see a baby full movie. No three from hell, just baby. Just sharing Moon Zombies character. Yes, just bring that in. He's probably working on it right now. That's why I didn't kill him off because he was probably like anybody want to see tasteful nudes of my wife. It's I like, mean, then just watch the words of Salem. <laughs> oh god that movie too now fuck now I'm sad well we're not talking about that but <laughs> other than that alright now what, what did you not like I just told you oh yeah <laughs> we, we didn't like say it that way okay so now you want to get to the comparisons since there was some stuff we've noticed quite a bit we just got into the comparisons we got into what we did and didn't like now we're going to talk about what they took from Devil's Rejects that was in this film we can hit it out a little bit so yes um, so let's name them all down, starting with the first one. Um, the waiting on something to happen. I'm going to murder you. No one can save you. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wait, from what happened to Devils over that? I'm trying to think. Picture. You killed my oh, okay. brother. Okay, so yes, the so the ending with the whole the monologue where he could have killed them and he didn't. He just waited around um, because Danny Trejo's son is out for revenge because that Otis killed, killed his, his father. dad. Yeah, and in Devil's Rejects, the, the sheriff, sheriff is, is out for revenge because, because they killed his brother from the House Without Corpses. Yes. So yeah, so the, the, like I said, the other monologue thing. He could have killed them all right there, but in both situations, they waited for whatever fucking reason. Yep. Um, of course, the hotel scene with the pot, the vending machine from the hotel happened to Devil's End in this film. Yep. Um, hostage situation. The hostage situation happened. Even the fucking face skinning we talked about, you mentioned it too. Yep, that happened again. So, yeah, instead of, you know, having somebody wear it, they just carve it and put it on a tree. Yep. So somebody gets their face fucking taken off again. And she's still living. Yes, which is weird. Um, what else happens? Hmm. I'm trying to think. The party scene as well. That happened party. as well. The big party bash because, you know, they're free. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I guess that's like the big, well, it was like party, the monologue, the face skinning the pop machine the hostage so that's like the big five things so it's like basically this took the set pieces and some of the material from Devils and just swap it over this film basically yeah I mean it was just like the, it was basically the greatest hits from Devils put in a three from hell I 
can you believe that people actually thought this movie was like amazing? Me and you got into what, like the first fifteen minutes of this, and realized that we were not in a good ride. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we knew like it was right after like wasn't after Sherry got out of prison, and she showed up in like the cop uniform and all that. I think it was up to no, it was a little bit. It was the it was right before the clown scene. It was right... It, the mo- moment I knew that this movie was not going to go anywhere it was right at the face skinning scene. Really? That, the, that was like when I was like, oh, okay, so they took that. Because the, the entire mind, I'm like getting in, thinking of Devil's Rejects, and I'm like, I watched that to get ready for this. So as soon as I seen that, I'm like, hmm, they took that from Devil's. We've already seen that. And then it goes from there to the hostage situation. I'm like, that's the same thing. And then the clown shows up, and then I'm like, alright, I'm fucking checked out. I was checked out by the scene when Sherry looks through the hole and sees a cat dancing in the snow. Yeah, I do. And it's not like, if you're thinking like a CGI cat, no, like, think of The Shining, the scene where, like, Wendy runs up to the upstairs and sees that random person in that, like, dog costume, and it looks kind of, like, off-putting because it's a person in a dog costume, like, with a full mask. So, like, in this movie, there's a cat, and, like, it's a person in a cat costume dancing, and you're just like, I don't understand what's going on. And that's when you clocked out of this movie? That's when, yeah, that's when I clocked out. I mean, we got, this movie's what, like an hour and almost almost two hours long? About, like, like, that. like an hour and 45 or something like it's that? an hour and 30. But it, it felt like a long movie. Yeah. It, it did. It really felt, especially the scenes in Mexico. I know it's in the final act of the film, but that it dragged on for so damn long. It really did. I mean, I guess we would have to like go back and watch like the uncut version or something. I don't know, honestly. How? Um, so, how would you rate this? I guess one out of ten. Oh, sorry, an hour and fifty-five minutes. So, so it's about right. two hours. Okay. But yeah, it felt like a long movie. How would I rate this? How would you, one out of ten or A to F? Do we want to put a comparison? Do we want to put like if you had to watch one? Uh, what's let's do let's do let's do solo first and then comparison. Okay, so solo first, one out of ten. Solo like the if you're just like hey our famous podcast the movie solo. No 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 no. I'm just saying if you like you were just like have like if. If like you're just gonna watch this movie by Star itself. Wars Han Solo movie or Devil's Rejects. Um, no, I'm just saying like if you want to watch this movie by itself. No, <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, but um, so if you if by itself, by itself, if you're one out of ten or A to F, because I know some people like doing lettering instead. Stupid. Yeah, so just do one out of ten. Fuck it. Um. Really? I mean, I'd watch it, but I'd watch it more than the other one. Which one? You won't let me say it. Oh, Solo. Oh, yeah. so, oh. Which does, it doesn't make any sense, though, comparison. I know it was a shitty movie, but... Yeah, if we're going shitty movie comparison-wise. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, with this one, like... I can't believe you said three. Like, goddamn. Maybe a two and a half. I, let's go to solid two and a half. Two and a half out of ten. Really? There's some stuff I like, like, nostalgic-wise, it's good, but, like, other than that, it's, like, if you were, like, let's watch it, like, I we just watch it, and you're, like, let's watch it again, I'd be, like, get out of my head. If I just, like, so if you're saying, like, it was, like, a movie, like, I was, like, hey, you want to watch Three from Hell, you'd be, like, fuck no. If I didn't have to, I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. 
But if you're like, if I'm doing if so alone, no. But if I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do, uh, house devils, and then three, you'd be like, okay, I'll stick with it. Yeah. Okay. So, damn, a three out of three out of ten. Yeah, because three from hell. God, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I. I mean, I've seen worse movies. I don't know. I thought Rainbow was gonna suck, and then I went and watched it. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. I'd I'd say this is about about a four and a half. You're like passing judgment on mine. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, you're. I mean, mine's like a point over yours, but not by much. I've seen worse fucking movies, so this isn't that great. But it's definitely not horrible. It's, this isn't like birdemic levels of shit, or like. I mean, it is, it is shit. It is shit, but, but it's not. It's not. Like I said, I would still watch it. But if you were to like come, like I said, if you were to come over and be like, "We're gonna watch all the Star Wars movies," I'm like, "Oh yeah," and you're like, "Even Solo," I'd been like, mm, "I'm good on that one." Oh, so it just beats Solo for you, even though it's a weird comparison. But I understand what you're going for. But well, sh- we've only seen two shit movies together. True. These two have been the two. Uh, but, I mean, this... It's watchable. It's shit. It's watchable shit. Yeah. I've seen shit that isn't watchable because it's not even bad in the sense of, like, gory or anything. It's just bad because it's like, this is a shitly put together movie. So, this is definitely, like, about a four, four and a half. There's some things I like, but there's a lot of shit I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the rehashing from a lot of shit. That's the that's another that's the main thing for me is it's like what what's the purpose of this even existing, you know what I mean? Just because people ask for it. Like if they would have left it at two, you know what I mean? Because people would be upset about it. At the same time, it's like he kind of missed the mark with it. I thought two ended up fine. They died. To me, this movie doesn't exist. Like there's no point in even watching this movie because they died in two. Yep. That's how I'm taking it. Out of all, okay, let's do this. So, out of all his filmography, because <sighs> we have seen almost, every, we've seen about every single movie. Yep. Out of his filmography, where would you rank this? Because we have, okay, I so we got. I guess I'd rank it higher than. Um, so we. Salem. So we have um, Halloween One, Halloween Two. Yeah. Devil's Rejects or House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell, Lords of Salem, and Thirty One. So we've range. got we've got seven movies. What was your number one Rob Zombie movie? Uh, Devil's Rejects. Okay, number two? House of Thousand Corpses. Alright, three? Um, Halloween one. Four? Uh, four would be Halloween two. Okay. Yeah. So you got three more. Lord of Salem. This would be five. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's so hard because 31. No, I know. from hell are like they connect with, <laughs> they, each, they other. with each other yeah I know they're basically high-fiving <laughs> like we suck shit <laughs> oh my god yeah they do oh but fuck but I would 31. probably go with uh, 31 and then 3 from hell, hell. Uh, <laughs> I, I you know what we're we're on the same except for the last one. I'd say three from hell is a little bit better than thirty one. <laughs> thirty one sucked a lot of shit. I mean, but so did three from hell. Oh <laughs> they are they aren't as high fiving each other, they're at the bottom. Yeah. Well uh, I mean with thirty one it was kinda like the the intro was kinda cool. I mean 
businessman dying and stuff. I mean, that actually, was, I would say so. Actually, I was swap because you had with thirty one. There was more gruesome death scenes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, actually, I would swap out. So, what would you have Halloween at four? The Rob Zombie Halloween. Uh, the first one. Yeah. At three. Yeah. No, I think okay. So I had two at uh four. Okay, so at three, uh, so I would swap two and three with you as well. Okay. I like the Rob Zombie Halloween a little bit better than Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Because House to me seems some of that stuff was kind of like a music video a little bit, mm-hmm. but a lot better than the shit they did in, in Three from Hell, where it was like that's ripped from a music video. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I like the same shit I had now. Yeah. So so my list. Yeah. So my list is uh, Devil's Rejects, Halloween. Um, House, Halloween 2, Lords, 31, and then 3 from Hell. Yeah, I'm just that shitty trifecta at 5, 6, and 7, just fucking... It's like the fucking 3 suit just, like, smack across the face. Because <laughs> 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 there's some rough fucking films to sit through. <sighs> there is one, though, I haven't yet to watch. Well, we, we for, technically forgot about 2. Um, the Haunted World of El Super Bisto, but that's like a cartoon. I've never watched it. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, that, that's a movie. And there's, apparently there's one with Nick Cage in it as well. Nick Cage. It's like the werewolf woman of the SS or something like that. That, that's, I might be fucking wrong on that one, but when I looked on his page one time, that was the thing that popped up. So, I could be wrong in that regards. in it? I don't know, but I just remember seeing Nick Cage, and I'm like, why the fuck is Nick Cage in a Rob Zombie movie? Let's see here. Are you looking it up just to make sure? It's 31. Yep, Haunted World of El Super Bisto. Grindhouse? Nah, I don't think that's a Rob Zombie movie. That's not a Rob Zombie. That's a Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Like, double feature. Then why is Guardians of the Galaxy on that too? Why is Guardians of the Galaxy 2? I don't know. Why is that? I don't think Rob shows up and he's even a cameo, is he? Let's see here. I'm very curious about this. Oh my god, he is! He's a Ravenger! Huh! So he's he's a side character. Or not even a side, he's like a background character. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. That's I did not know that! What the f- that's cool. You gonna go home and watch Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, so I can fucking point him out. So, <laughs> there he is! <laughs> yeah, I can point him out, because huh? on that ship there's like a bunch of bearded people, so I'm like, alright, where the fuck's Rob at? And the, like, the group of bearded men that all look raggy as fuck. <laughs> I wonder where he's at in there. That's what I want to do when I get home. This spend uh, like a good 30, 40 minutes just slow, like, uh... Just like, Dude, yeah. there he is. <laughs> yeah. Just pausing in that scene, just fucking like sticking my face up to the screen, just like, what is there? There he is. I know, I'm not doing that. Um, I could be wrong about the one with Nick Cage. I'm almost certainly, I'm almost like 100% positive I'm wrong, but there's that part that, well, actually, I'm probably like 95% wrong, not 100, because then I wouldn't even making it up. If it's true. God damn it, you are looking this up, aren't you? Anyways, so you're, you don't like Three, three From Hell at all? No. I mean, neither do I. So, for those of you that are curious about this movie, Sorry we spoiled it for you, but... Mm. Go out, buy it, do what you need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't. Just don't. Come on, it's so good. No, it is not. That's why I give it a three. <sighs> you know why I give it a three, Chris? Because the three from hell, I hear Yeah. You. Anyways. 
with all that being said, I guess that is the end of our review since you got nothing else to say about it, neither do I. So meet, me guys, meet you in the outro, guys, and we will conclude this episode. Hopefully Anchor doesn't delete it! I'm going to keep saying it throughout this episode until it gets published. Yeah! <laughs>